Hello and welcome to On the Road with Legal Talk Network. I'm Christopher Anderson and it's a pleasure to be here with you. Today we're recording from the Expo Hall floor of the ABA Tech Show in a fun name for Chicago. Let's go the uh, city of broad shoulders, the city of good pizza, which I have not had yet here in Chicago, Illinois. And with me uh, at the table is Jess Birkin. Uh, we got Aaron Gerstenzang, Ben Sessions, and Guy Tsikalakis. And welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks, Thanks for having, for having Thank us. You. Yeah, before we get to our topic, I just, uh, let's go around the table and just tell a little bit about yourself, uh, what, what you're doing here at the show and what you do in general. All right, I'll kick us off. I'm Jess Birkin. I'm a lawyer. I have a solo practice in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where I help nonprofit organizations. Excellent. My name is Erin Gerstenzang. I am a criminal defense attorney in Atlanta, Georgia, and I love using technology in my practice. I also get to be on the planning board of Tech Show, so that's Yay. been really fun this year. Super. I'm Ben Sessions. I'm a lawyer in Atlanta, predominantly criminal defense, small firm practice, and uh, I'm just trying to help Jess get through the undoers track. Yeah. The doers, not undoers. Yeah, not the, uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Guy Sakalakis. I'm here in Chicago, and I'm a student of Stoicism. Excellent. Well, let's be very stoic about this. But so everybody here was involved in this untrack for doers. Now, first of all, it's uh, whoever wants to take it, but what in the world is an untrack and what does it have to do with tech show? Well, it's Erin's idea, so uh, I'd let, it's only fair to let her start to introduce the concept. Uh it was more collaborative than Guy would let on. Uh, but what we wanted to do really was give an opportunity. We acknowledged that there were so many smart lawyers who had figured out clever hacks in their practices, and a lot of them are not necessarily on stage, and they're busy working and solving problems in their practice. But it's such a unique opportunity to have all these amazing smart lawyers here at Tech Show, and what if there was a way that we can unlock some of that expertise and knowledge so that they can share it with one another, as opposed to having to rely on just the experts that the tech show board thought would be relevant. Um, so this is really the idea of how can we harness some of the smarts, not just from the experts on stage, but from all of the experts in the audience. So more of a peer-to-peer -peer sharing format. Exactly. Yeah, so, fantastic. And then you said it's the untrack for doers. So you said it's the lawyers who are working in their businesses. Um, what are they doing? What do they talk about? They're solving all kinds of problems. Uh, it goes from everything from just starting up your practice and marketing your practice to case management, case flows, um, all the realities of the problems that we all face as small firm practitioners. Fantastic. So what was the format of this? Like I, you didn't just throw a bunch of people in the room and say, like, now, now talk amongst yourselves, right? So did you have a particular format? Well, there are four different sessions, and each of them has a, a particular format. So we had World Cafe, which was sort of small group discussion. Um, we just came out of the Pecha Kucha style talk session. Yeah, Pecha Kucha. Explain that. Um, Pecha Kucha talks are basically five minutes. You do a, a PowerPoint presentation where your slides auto advance. Uh, you only get 20 slides, and they advance every 15 seconds. So it's very fast paced, and you have to really be on top of it. Um, so we had about 11 people oh, wow. give talks within our time frame, which was really fun. Cool. It's more information, I believe, than what you would have gotten the entirety of the day in, in a normal track. Wow. So if you normally had an hour you know, presentation, you got, for all practical purposes, about five hours worth of content just crammed in there. It was really good. And then an opportunity, I guess, to mix it up with them later uh, and, and follow up on the... So what, those what presentations taught. were literally just real meat and bones right. content, one after another. 
it was just really good. I thought it was content filled there. Cool. And what what exactly was a world? Well, you said the World Cafe. You kind of described it as more informal, but what? what yeah. So you have round that? tables, and people break up into small groups, uh, and each table discusses a particular topic for a short amount of time. Okay. And then theoretically you rotate, but we forgot to do that. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> we got wrapped up in the You're conversation. Yes. Yeah. Well, Gee, you also mentioned to me that you did something called speed geeking. What in the world is that? Yeah, so speed geeking, basically, you're going to have a presenter, no slides, just basically one to two minute talk and then questions. And then so if you think about it in the context of like, uh, there's all these little presenters around, the groups huddle up around them. And then every five minutes we rotate until you get a new presenter. So again, encouraging the attendees to participate, uh, ask questions, contribute to the conversation. Uh, and, and I think another big aspect of all of this is getting attendees to talk to each other, network with each other, get to know each other. Uh, for me, one of the big benefits of coming to Tech Show is meeting new people, uh, taking those conversations back to your practice. And, and when you go back home to say, hey, I met a bunch of new people that are dealing with a lot of the same problems that I am, and we've got a bunch of solutions, and now I have a resource that I can turn to yeah. even beyond the show. And did you remember to rotate in that one? That one's actually this afternoon, oh, so okay. I'm going to make sure that we do rotate. It'll be harder not to rotate in that no, one. No, you have yes. to rotate on that one because yeah. all the speakers are on the edge of the room, and you basically ring a bell every five minutes. And do people self-select as to which speaker to go to? or? So you're supposed to start at one, and then when the bell rings, you shift to the next one, just like speed dating. Okay, so the speakers stay put, and yes. people are just moving from speaker to speaker to speaker. Mm -hmm. that's, pretty, that's pretty wild. Mm -hmm. I like that. And yeah. you get some group building effect there. Sure. So hopefully the people that will be rotating in are building upon the information that's already been built up by the, the previous participants. Yeah, well, exactly. that makes a lot of sense. All right, then help me with uh, one of the other ones you guys mentioned was Closed Fishbowl. Who wants to take that one up? Closed Fishbowl. All right, I'll, I'll say a few words about the good old Closed Fishbowl. Is this so, what happened already? Or? No, this has not happened yet. Okay. Uh, five chairs in the middle, con concentric chairs or standing room uh, on the outside. Uh, topics, uh, organically conversations happening with the five chairs in the middle, and then uh, you basically give up your seat, somebody else comes and sits in the seat. So, uh, you know, you have five people that are kind of leading the discussion in the middle, but constantly rotating people out, hearing a lot of different voices, uh, and then people lurking around and asking questions on the outside. Great, where did you guys get the ideas for all these different ways of, of helping people participate that, I mean, let's face it, there's a bunch of lawyers, participation, they're probably uncomfortable about it. How did you develop these methodologies? Uh, the internet. There's a bunch of great information if you search for like unconference uh, formats. Okay. Um, so, you know, this has kind of been a movement in various, uh, I think, academic world, they really started to switch to more of these kind of uh, platforms because it really does foster more uh, participation by attendees. And um, so we didn't, I didn't make any, none of us made these up, we put our own veneers on them. But this kind of format has really been successful uh, in a lot of different contexts. Excellent. And what, like, what are you seeing? How are you feeling about whether it's been successful here? What's the reaction been so far? People love it. Yeah. Uh, in the first session, we didn't rotate because the information we were all getting was so valuable. I have so many notes myself from the tips, and it's really, it's really all about that. That's how we as practitioners do improve on a regular basis as me and Ben practice in the same area, and we're constantly trading what works and what doesn't. And the practice of law really is about, especially in today's day and age, experimenting with new ways to deliver better legal services. Right. So peer-to-peer -peer is actually one of the best ways to learn. And so people were engaged, nobody had their laptop out. There was no real risk that you were going to be hearing information that wasn't either interesting or immediately valuable. Um, so that makes it really engaging and a fun thing to be part of. And people responded in that way. 
Yeah, I've been super impressed. The, the uh, attendance was great. Uh, you know, we were. This is an experiment. Sure. Yeah. This brand is first new. year, right? Know, yeah. Done this. Uh, no CLE, but people came. Uh, I think so. There, I think there's a demand for this. There's a de there's a thirst for sharing and meeting and uh, learning in, in this kind of format. And so, uh, I hope to see more of this in the future. Like, are you you guys able to actually? hear what's being talked about and, and see like what the most valuable things have been or or what, what some great takeaways have been for, for people that have attended this? I thought the Ignite talks in particular, whenever I was sitting there listening to it, let's say obviously some of the presentations I thought were more valuable than others. They were all so quick and like so content packed that really no one had time to get bored with any presenter there. Um, they were all really tangible things that you could take back to work on Monday. Great stuff. Yeah. What, what did you say? I saw a lot of people connecting and getting new ideas, and that, I think, is one of the main takeaways. Like, for me, in my practice, everybody's like, oh, Josh is such an innovator, blah, blah, blah. But, like, really all I have done is, is connected with other lawyers that are like-minded and shared ideas back and forth and gotten inspired. Um, so I, I think that, to me, is the most valuable thing that's coming out of this because it's, it's, that's made such a big difference for me in my practice. So looking forward, um, uh, you know, these, these sound like great ways for people to participate. You said there's still a couple that have yet to happen, so you're going to learn from that. What would you say to lawyers who, are, who might not have heard of this or didn't attend it that, this year? Like, why is this an important part of Tech Show? Why should they participate in this? For me, it's, it's like the best reason to be coming to Tech Show. You're going to meet people. It's not a one-way dialogue. Someone, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's great to get information from experts, listen, take notes. That's great. <laughs> Uh, but there's really, there's a different level of dialogue, a different level of depth when you're just having these organic conversations with other people who are living similar issues and solved issues that you're dealing with. And again, it's communicative, right? You're collaborating. Uh, it's back and forth. It's a two-way conversation. There's a human component to it that doesn't exist in the format of just a, a one-way presentation. So I, I, th I think this could be like the, the cornerstone of uh, future iterations of the show. Excellent. I mean, one of the things that I notice when I go into the presentations, and it, like it's, it's sort of stuck out to me as how you've been describing this, is I see a lot of people go into formal, regular presentations, and like they sit down, and they open their laptop, and they and they take out their phone, like because one device is not enough, and that's where they are, and the speaker's speaking, and they may hear a couple of keywords and pay attention for a second, then they're back down in their devices. And it sounds to me like that that's totally not going on um, in this unconference. No, it can't go on that way. You have to be fully present. That is awesome. So as we, uh, as we come to the end of the show, what would you say to people who are thinking about coming to the unconference, either uh, later today or certainly at the, at the next tech show, why should they come? Like, what is the one thing, I would just go around the table and say, what's the one thing you think that would be the most important takeaway for people to know whether they should attend an unconference the next time they come? For me, meeting like-minded attorneys um, and just expanding my network of people who can help my, my practice tangentially is super powerful. Yeah, un unexpected. You said tangentially. That's really what do you what do you mean by tangentially? Just like you know, it's not you're not going to send me a referral. You're right. you're going to give me an idea in a small group discussion about something I should do for my practice, right? Or you know, forging that friendship with you. You're going to hold my hand while I make the scary decision to try a new piece of technology. Whatever that that is, that it's going to affect my practice in a positive way by meeting these like-minded folks. Excellent. How about you, Eric? 
Uh, in addition to the, the things that we've already discussed, I have a practical reason. Um, what I found when I was sitting in the session today is it was such a relief after being through so many great presentations yesterday. It was a different way to engage my brain, which mm. was such a relief in a conference to be able to sit in a room and for the whole hour learn through conversation right. as opposed to you know, that classroom setting where maybe I've just lost my tolerance to that now that I've been out of school for a very long period of time. So it just as engages your brain for people who learn in different ways. It gives you opportunities to take breaks. It sounds like it also denies you the opportunity to lose focus. Like you're, you have to be present in that format. That's right. Yeah. How about you, Ben? If you want to learn practical skills that you'll be able to go back and solve the problems that other lawyers, whether or not you know it or not, are dealing with the same problems. Right. Um, if you want to learn how to solve those problems, this is a great track for you. Fantastic. And Guy, last word on it. So, you know, I'm the marketing guy, and uh, the practice of law, the business of law, is a reputation and relationship business. And what better way to build relationships than to talk one-on-one, uh, -on -one, eight eight-on-one, with other lawyers who are uh, facing the same challenges and solving the same problems. It's a great format for building those professional relationships. Yeah, and it's, and it's in a facilitated format so those who are maybe a little bit more introverted or less, less comfortable with engaging or initiating those kinds of conversations, this delivers a format where they can feel more comfortable in doing it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, fantastic. We have reached the end of the road for this episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us today, so thank you all. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thank you. You bet. And if our listeners have any questions or wish to follow up, let's go around the table and start with Guy this time. How can they find you? Twitter, at Guy Sakalakis. And Ben. Oh, oh. Let's, spell that. let's spell that. G-Y-I-T-S-A-K-A-L-A-K-I-S. <laughs> or you can go to attorneysync.com or GuySakalakis.com. Excellent, All ben. the .coms. Hopefully you'll be able to go to Google and just type in Ben Sessions and I'll pop up. So Fantastic. that's probably the best way to find me. Excellent. Aaron. You can find me on most platforms at EHG Law Firm. EHG Law Firm. And? You can find me on Twitter at Jess Birkin or Guy would be proud that I own at least the first three pages if you just Google search my name. Boom. <laughs> that is something to be proud of. Love Fantastic. It. Love it. And of course, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. I'm Christopher Anderson, and until next time, thank you for listening. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.